You're listening to the Northwestern Campus Ministry Podcast from Northwestern College in Orange City, Iowa. Northwestern Campus Ministry exists to send students out as those rooted, built up, and established in Christ for God's glory and for the sake of the world. Thanks for listening and enjoy this recent message from our Christian Formation Program. Hey, so those are, those are our announcements. I, I want to invite you into an attitude of reflection this morning, okay? Uh, and as you think about reflecting, if you brought your Bible with you, BYO Bible, go ahead and get that out. This will be an opportunity, a service where we're going to be just really soaking uh, in God's Word. Uh, we often preach God's Word, but uh, in our current moment, we, we don't always meditate. We, we maybe aren't as contemplative as we ought to be. And so we're going to focus on three movements this morning. We're going to focus on guilt, grace, and gratitude. I'll start with G. See how we did that? Guilt, grace, and gratitude. The text we're going to be focusing in on is Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. This is a gem of a passage. All God's word is God's word, but this is a really, really beautiful part of God's word, and it flows us right through uh, time of reflection on guilt, grace, and gratitude. And so a part of reflecting on our guilt and then our grace and gratitude, we're going to read a little bit of the text, we're going to reflect in a moment of silence, and then we're going to respond out of that silence uh, in in one way or another through prayer and through some singing. And so uh, as we think about our guilt, that reflection is probably going to appropriately be in a little bit of a somber spirit. But as we get to grace and gratitude, I promise you, uh, we're not going to leave this service in a somber attitude. We're going to leave this service in a spirit of celebration. And so um, the word meditate, anybody familiar with this word meditate? Um, In our society today, a popular word is mindfulness. Have you ever heard the word mindfulness, right? And I think secular society would say sometimes mindfulness is about self-empty, but from a Christian standpoint, contemplative, meditative mindfulness is really not about empty. It's about active receptivity, active filling, replacing the words that flow through our minds with a weighty word, God's word. And so throughout the Old Testament especially, we're invited to be mindful. We're invited to meditate. The Hebrew word for meditate in the Old Testament is the same word that was uh, used to describe the process of how a cow chews its food. That's kind of intense, isn't it? That image of cow chewing a food. So a cow has four-chambered stomach. And so a cow chews what's called a cud, digests it into that first chamber, and then actually, this is vivid, hacks it back up, chews on it some more, digests it into that second chamber, hacks it back up, third chamber, fourth chamber. This is the invitation that we have from our God throughout the Old Testament and for us as new covenant people in Jesus Christ to be people that aren't just simply self-emptying mindful, but to be meditative people centering ourselves, chewing and constantly digesting God's word, amen? And so we are invited to meditate on God's word. And so this morning, we're gonna meditate. You get a lot preached at you a lot, but this morning, we're not gonna preach God's word. We're gonna soak and center and meditate in God's word, okay? So that's the disposition and attitude that I wanna invite you into. 
And so as we begin to center into this meditative spirit, both somber and then ending in celebration, let's, let's go to God in prayer. Join me. God, we thank you that you do not leave us dead in our trespasses, walking in zombie-like states in our sin, but that you come out of the riches of your unsearchable grace in Christ, that you enter in, and that as you say, before the foundations of the world, we were created for good works. And so God, would you lead us by your word from this place of honest guilt to the glories of your grace that we would respond with grateful hearts joining you in what you're doing in this world. And so Lord, we wanna have open hands. We wanna have open hearts, open ears, ready feet to respond to your word appropriately. Lord, teach us what it means to meditate on these eternal truths. Holy Spirit, speak to us deeply. And all God's people said. Please listen and meditate to this passage from Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 3. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please spend the next few minutes silently meditating upon this pa passage. We have um, a prompt for, on the screen, if that's helpful.
Please join me in this responsive prayer. Holy Lord, God of life, hear our prayer. Forgive us when we follow those paths that do not lead to life, that lead instead to violence or hate or fear, paths that lead to dread and death. Forgive us when we forget that you offer us life, life that is abundant and eternal, life that began at the creation of all things. Forgive us, turn us to the right path, and let your love and grace flow over us and the world. And now, in silence, let's spend some time being honest with God and confessing our sins that leave us dead and lifeless. entitled Grace.
Consider these words from Ephesians 2, verses 4 through 9. 
But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We are setting aside the next couple of minutes for you to meditate upon this very good news. Let this passage of scripture speak to you. We have provided, as before, a prompt for you to think on if that's helpful. Responsive prayer. 
When we were still dead in our sins, Christ died for us. Through his death on a cross and his victory over death through his resurrection, Christ brought us life and life abundantly. It is by God's grace alone, nothing of our own works, that we are saved. Jesus gave all of himself as a perfect sacrifice on our behalf. Christ's worthiness for my unworthiness. Christ's sinlessness for my transgression. Christ's purity for my uncleanness. Christ's sincerity for my guile. Christ's truth for my lies. Christ's faithfulness for my infidelity. Christ's fullness for my emptiness. Christ's obedience for my lawlessness. Christ's devotedness for my waywardness. Christ's righteousness for my dead works. Amen. Let's respond to this amazing news of God's grace by standing and celebrating in song. Yeah. 
verse 10 of Ephesians 2 together. We'll read it three times. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And one more time. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And one last time. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There's a lot of powerful truth in this one short verse. Take the next few minutes to meditate upon that truth.
we know, all is grace, all is gift. You give us all good things, life and love, daily bread and water that quenches our thirst, friends and faith. Most of all, in your son Jesus, you made us with a love that will never let us go. You utter words of mercy and forgiveness that override the hurts and heal our brokenness. You offer new beginnings where we had expected only dead ends. We give you thanks and praise for the mystery of your suffering love that gives us life. We give you thanks and praise that you know our weakness and hear our prayers. We give you thanks and praise that all our dying and living is held in your good keeping. Now we know all is grace, all is gift. We give you thanks and praise. Help us to live lives of gratitude and good works. Amen. Let's lean into this response to God's grace, this gratitude by standing and singing together. Can we thank our jazz band for leading us in worship today? 
It just dawned on me, out of silence, God burst the cosmos into being. And it was out of the silence of those three days that our king became resurrected. And he reigns on high. And I pray that in the silent moments of this service, in the meditation of your heart, that God bursts something new. He is in the business of new. There is a new kingdom, a new creation for all eternity. Amen? And we are a people of celebration and gratitude, even in January in Iowa. All right. Ephesians 3 says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than you and I could ever ask, think, or imagine, according to the power at work within us by his Holy Spirit, to glory of the Heavenly Father and the church and in Christ Jesus in this generation and for all generations to come. And all God's people said, amen. amen. Walk that amen today. Bless you all.